So our scripture reading today comes to us from the Gospel of John in the 12th chapter, beginning at the 12th verse. This is from the NRSV. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. So the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb, raised him from the dead, continued to testify. It was also because they had heard that he had performed this sign that the crowd went to meet him. The Pharisees then said to one another, You see, you can do nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God, we ask you to just guide us today, open our hearts and our ears that we might hear what your spirit has to say to us today. In your son Jesus' name, amen. There is something comforting, I think, about stories we read or movies we watch or plays that we attend where we know the ending before it begins. So hear me out. Not in a way that makes it boring, but in a way that's reassuring, in a way that inspires hope. Not that I mind plot twists and surprises. In fact, I think we have to tell stories that way anymore. But stories where I worry through the whole thing that it, whatever it is, the relationship or the crisis, where I worry that it's not going to be okay, leave me feeling depleted, sit on the edge of my seat and I worry and my stomach is in knots. So I have a particular fondness for books and plays and movies where you have a sense through the whole story that it's going to be okay. People will be reconciled. The cure will be found. Love will win the day. Today's lectionary reading is one such story for us. As we enter into Holy Week, we can sense the coming darkness. We can sense Maundy Thursday and Good Friday before they arrive. And we wrestle with our own complicity and our sin our brokenness. But within this Palm Sunday reminds us, especially in John's gospel, which proclaims it, that, that God's love will win. Palm Sunday is recounted in all four gospels. And we heard yesterday in church of Matthew's telling of the Palm Sunday story. The gospel of John's version is notable in a number of ways the first one, and I thought this was very interesting, is that John is the only one to identify the branches that are waved around as palm fronds. So I think we may have John or the author of John to thank for the name of our beloved church. John's story is also the most abbreviated version of the Palm, story, Palm Sunday story. 
There's no attention paid in John's gospel to the preparation found in the synoptic gospels of finding the donkey and getting into Jerusalem. In some ways, I think that the shortness of John's version of the story means that the words that are included warrant a closer look. And in its brevity, John's gospel is the most obviously triumphant. For this gospel incarnation will save the world. And the cries of Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. They're not cries of petition, but rather they're a joyful cry of celebration. In the branches, the palm fronds, they were a symbol of triumph and victory. Indeed, All of the focus in this short telling of the Palm Sunday story is on Jesus' arrival and the exuberant celebration of his kingship. While in the other Gospels, Jesus riding a donkey precedes the crowd's response, here it serves as a reminder to the crowds that Jesus is the Messiah. The whole passage affirms that this first Palm Sunday was a triumphant occasion. And this telling makes Jesus's victory over death the very heart of the passion of our Lord. From the opening words of this passage, the end of the story is embraced and celebrated. Easter is embraced and celebrated. And this is not to ignore Maundy Thursday and Good Friday, the violence and the darkness But nevertheless, this scripture passage assures us that whatever comes, Jesus will have the final word. And doesn't this provide us great hope today? We can enter Holy Week knowing how the story will end. This is an important reminder to us as we bear witness to the injustice of Good Friday and we reflect on the sin of man and our own brokenness, none of these things can hold Jesus in the tomb. The ending can't just be predicted. It is certain. We can hold up our chins and find peace in the hope that though we have real struggles, real problems, and our sins are many, and the headlines, they're distressing, and things may get worse before they get better. God's victory is assured. We are Easter people, even in the darkest of days, even on days when we feel inclined to give up, when pain or loneliness or struggle just seems like it's too much to bear. We can remember that our Lord defeated death. Incarnation of us and of this world is happening, even when we can't see it. God is making everything new. Palm Sunday reminds us on the very hardest days of our lives, we know how the story ends.